Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 825, and today I am fired up to share with you a recent update I did with Dave Manley from MMA Bobblehead. Now, we did an interview. Actually, it was a two-part interview. We did that Oh, about a year ago now, and now we're doing the update to it because a lot has changed since we got on that on that interview and on that call because what it ended up turning into is a coaching call for Dave, and then what I wanted to do is follow up with him and see how things have been going. Now, I've seen him from afar. I've been watching what he's doing, and he's been implementing a lot of what we are going to discuss here in this interview. The other thing you're going to realize is you're going to walk away with some energy, after we got off this, this interview, Dave told me the day after, Scott, I was so fired up, I had to go work out after I got done. <laughs> he wasn't even kidding. So here's what we're going to be diving into. Dave had a great business, but it was kind of stagnant. He wasn't sure how he was going to be able to grow it. He got on the call with me. We shared, or he shared, exactly what he's done up to that point. And then I started to uncover some of these things, some of these subtle things that he could do. And he's going to share exactly what they are and then how he's really built upon them. So if you want more attention in your business, if you want more traffic, if you want more sales, this episode, you're going to want to watch all the way through or listen if you're on the podcast. Now, with that also being said, here's the other thing I wanted to say before we get into this interview. All right, now, I've been doing this podcast for over five years, all right, and in episode 827 that is coming up, there is going to be a change. There is going to be a big announcement, and that is on May 11th. If you're watching this after the fact, well, you probably already have heard, or if not, I'm going to go ahead and pop it up on the screen if you're on YouTube, and if you are listening to this, you're going to need to skip ahead a couple of episodes, but 827, I've got a major announcement, something I've been wanting to do, something that I'm committed to doing now, and the show is changing just slightly, so make sure that you stay tuned for that episode, but it really builds upon what Dave and I talked about in this interview as well, all right, we're always growing, we're always learning, and we always want to really be able to go out there and innovate, but also take our business where we want to go. All right, enough on that. I'm not going to give it away. Stay tuned for that big announcement. But until then, here's what I want you to do. I want you to sit back, relax, enjoy this interview that I did with my good friend, Mr. Dave Manley. Enjoy. All right, Dave Manley back on the show with a yeah. lot of energy. Oh my gosh, every time you get on, we it's like we're going to a fight. It's like we're yeah, going to a, a fight. You know why, Scott? Because we are. We are going to a fight. This is a fight. Yes. <laughs> a fight for your right to party. <laughs> oh, man. It's always great to chat with you and hang out. And I know right now we're going through some difficult times in the world with the COVID-19 and all of that stuff. And, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, you've been safe and sound, which I think you have. You're in your, you're in your workshop right now. Yeah, I am. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's a crazy time, but I've been wanting to get you back on because since I had you on, which was last July, by the way, 2019, wow. I looked, it was actually end of July. So almost August, it was like July 29th. I think it was when the, when the episode aired. And I actually broke that up into two parts because we went on for quite a while. We, I think the first part was like, seeing what was happening since the five-minute pitch and doing all that stuff. And then the other part was kind of 
coaching call, kind of like brainstorming strategy session. And uh, I want to kind of pick up to see like where things are now since we last talked, at least publicly here on the air. So get us caught up, man, since the last time you were on. What's been going on in your world? So, Scott, I want to build on that really quick because that episode that we did back in July was a real pivotal time in my life and in the business life of MMA Bobblehead. So, my name is Dave Manley, just in case you guys are tuning in for the very first time uh, and hearing me. And I just got to tell all of you guys that are listening to hang in there because I think this episode of what Scott and I are going to talk about are going to be filled with gold nuggets that you're going you're, you're gonna to clamp on to one of these topics that we talk about and you're going to run with this and I'm, I'm telling you this from experience because I'm an avid listener to the amazing seller and sometimes people come on and it's like oh I'm not sure but I know and I can guarantee it money back guarantee that you're going <laughs> to find some value out of this podcast so Scott yes I've been quarantined and I know I joked about this as a fight but but even before the quarantine uh, happened I always gave the analogy that every time I wake up out of bed I feel like I grab my shield and I grab mm. my sword and I head out there and I go to battle and mm. if you don't have that mindset and I learned that earlier you're gonna die out there mm. on that battlefield so you gotta be ready to fight so I'm kind I know we kind of just joked about that right now Scott yeah, but yeah. I really have that mentality yeah. that when when I pull off those covers it's go time baby and I and mm. I am ready to go and I've been going since quarantine so look, yeah I can't wait to hop yeah. into this so let's, let's, uh, let's kind of dig right in. If you guys did not listen to those episodes, though, you might want to go back to uh, those two. It was a two-part. It was 704 and 705. And basically, it was, uh, the, the, like I said, the second one I had titled it, Strategy Call to Grow MMA Bobblehead to a Seven-Figure Empire. That's kind of what the, the, the gist was. Um, and obviously, it's a sexy title, so why not put that in there, Dave, right? Like, I mean, you got to put that sexy title. Hey, well, I am but, sexy too, Scott. So are yes. you. So, oh, you know, I know, gotta... I know, right. So, uh, with, that, with that all being said, definitely I'll link that stuff up in the show notes. And I think it's important that you do that because in the first part, you talk about the journey and, and really how you did go out there on the battlefield. And you got your butt kicked. And what yeah. I mean by that is, is you went out there, you asked and you know, people didn't really want to give you the time of day. And then you just kept, you know, being persistent and it, it, it paid off, but you were still at a place that the business wasn't growing. You weren't sure you're going to be able to, not that you weren't gonna be able to do it, but like, is there really a way to do this? I love this. This is my passion. Can I do it and, and actually make it something that's a viable business? Um, and then we had some really good uh, discussions there. So what I really want to do is give people kind of what happened after that. And I know one of the things that we talked about was you really showing more of behind the scenes what you have been doing. Uh, let's talk about that first. How has that been for you kind of like peeling the curtain back, bringing people along with Dave Manley, who's been let in to the MMA world? How's that been for your business just as, as a part of like letting your audience see a little bit more? Okay. Yeah. Great. And just to expand on what you just said, Scott. So I'm a guy who had an idea. I'm passionate about mixed martial arts. And I always um, thought that if I can have a career somehow, some way in my mid forties in mixed martial arts, that man, that would be a dream come true. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to buy a bobblehead. They didn't make it. So I decided to make it myself. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to start making the best bobbleheads that have ever been made ever in the history of bobbleheads. I went out there and you're right, Scott, I failed. And I, I got my butt kicked 
day in and day out. But one thing about me, Scott, is I failed forward and I kept listening to the Maisie Seller, Scott Vocals, Steve Chu, uh, Mike Jackness, and I kept feeding my brain and, and armor, getting some more arrows for my quiver and going out there and going out there and going out there and keep on trying. And uh, how we got hooked up was through the five minute pitch. I yep. was a finalist in the five minute pitch. What a wonderful experience. And at the time that I uh, spoke to you last in the podcast, I was a few months out of the five minute pitch. I wasn't sure I was running out of money. I, I think I used up my entire life savings. I was starting to uh, max out my credit cards. I wasn't sure if this was going to be a viable business or not. Um, I was broke. I was was totally upset with the money a part of it but at the same time I have never been happier in my entire life mm. I was doing something that I absolutely loved I saw potential I saw that there was a light I saw that I was building momentum I saw that brick by brick by brick I was building a wall and um, even though I was starting to, you know, eat some ramen again, like I was in college and go to the 99 cent store and, you know, really watch my pennies and literally scrape up change to buy stuff. I couldn't have been more happier. And, and, uh, you know, I, I wanted to, uh, get with you and talk to you about, you know, helping my brand and helping the business. And then that's where the episode came from. So yes, one of the, one of the big, time advice uh, uh one of the big time uh advices that you gave me that's not a word but well, you know what i mean it's a uh, word we can use it, <laughs> yeah, we can use it. <laughs> was to let people behind the curtain show people behind the scenes about what i do how i make these things show pull the rope back and let them see a little bit of the fighter that uh they've never seen before interview the fighters do things like that and i i started to do that it was a very actionable advice that you gave me and um i'm so glad that you did because i started to take that approach another piece of advice that you gave me that i wasn't doing before when i was selling these bobbleheads was i wasn't launching the product mm. and since then I know how important that is, Scott. I mean, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, I, obviously I do. I, I, I wasn't because I have no experience at e-commerce. I have no experience at running my own business. I've never been an entrepreneurial before like this. I work for a big conglomerate corporation. So, you know, my experience in launch, in e-commerce, in PPC, in uh, just overall brand awareness, very low. So, uh, you know, someone uh, like you, Scott, I listened to you. I Like I've told you before, I'm so coachable. And um, I, I, I took your advice. So I really concentrated on a lo the launch of the next bobbleheads. I let people know who it was. I let people in behind the curtain, show, showed people how uh, they were made. And it, it turned the corner in my business for sure. So thank you. Yeah. 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 No problem. And I, I mean, your business is so set up for that. Like you're coming out with a new fighter and it's like, you have time to build up that anticipation. The other thing that I think that you weren't really doing and you started to do, and then I think you've done a really great job because uh, I, I watch what you're doing on Instagram too. I mean, I'm a follower, I'm a fan. So it's like, I'm following to see what you're doing and you're doing everything right. I mean, whenever I see you doing that, and a lot of times I'll, I maybe am, I might message you and be like, nice. Like that yeah. was great. Like I yeah. know, I know what you're doing and it's not like you're, it's not like you're like, like manipulating people. You're just building in that anticipation or you're building in the behind the scenes stuff. That's what we want as a fan or as someone that's part of a, you know, like you're part of a 
you're part of a major like fan base of a sport. And then you're actually building your own little, let's call it little, but it's pretty big of someone that's like now into like this merchandise and Dave Manley gets me behind the scenes. He's my back, you know, my backseat or my backstage pass, um, which is really, really cool. So you were building up a, uh, it was like a little inner group, right? Called the uh, cage club, right? Cage side club. Yes. Cage side club. Talk about that real quickly and, and let us know. I think when you were, when you were on the show last, you were, you had just started that not that long in. You were just under 100 people. You might have been like 80 people, was it in or something? And it was free. Was it not even that? It was like 15 people. Oh, okay. It, it so was what, literally like 15 man. people. Uh, let me just let me just uh, uh, touch on a point that you just made right now, Scott, yeah. that um, I think is so important to everyone listening that's just starting out and is passionate about what they're selling. Guys, you have to be an unashamed fan of mm. what you are doing and who you are as a fan. That's part one. Part two is you got to show them. Mm. You got to show them that you're an unashamed fan. If you love bass fishing, you yeah. got to go out there and you got to show them what you're hooking up, what mm. you're catching. You got to show them the beautiful day. You got to show them your boat, whatever mm. it is. You got to show them because yeah. people want to be part of a tribe. And I'm, I'm learning that as I go more and more and more. And for me to kind of be a glue in not only our bobblehead MMA tribe, man, that's everything. And yeah. if I can go out there and show people, look, guys, you know, hey, I may need to lose a little bit of weight. I may, be, my, I may have wrinkles and crow's feet on my eyes. And, you know, I'm not going to be the next leading man on the big time photo uh, picture. But you know what? I love this and I don't care. I'm going to come on and my hair is going to be messy or whatever. I'm going to show you and we're going to do this together. And that's mm. a really solid point that I wanted to make right now that you touched on, Scott. As far as the Cage Side Club goes, I built uh, an exclusive club in which was free that uh, they got to sign up and uh, keep their own number for each bobblehead that I made. Uh, each bobblehead has a number. I make a thousand of them. They're limited and that's it. Once they're sold, they're sold. So I gave uh, a title to this club that I wanted to make. Uh, uh, I wanted to have 80 people in. I called it the Cage Side Club, VIP Cage Side Club. Okay. And I wanted, it, I wanted it to be for, you know, super fans. I wanted it to be for people who were serious about collecting. I wanted it to be for my inner circle in the MMA bobblehead tribe. Mm. I wasn't doing that properly, Scott. I was just kind of mm. throwing it out in the wind, uh, you know, just kind of seeing where it went as I, as, uh, I went along. Scott, the Cage Side Club was in existence for probably about eight months before you and I spoke on the last Amazing Seller podcast. I think two, I had 15 members of the Cage Side Club, maybe 20. Within, okay. within six weeks of our podcast, I had 125 members. Oh, wow. And it's not luck, Scott. It's yeah. not luck and it's not yeah. manipulation. It's not overselling, under promising. Mm. It's strategy, Scott. It's choosing your words properly. It's a designed, uh, a strategic way to just to go about it. You know, I'm, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm before I'm storming the beach with a, you know, machine gun, just da, 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 shooting whatever <laughs> I, whatever, shooting the air. Now, Scott, I'm a sniper in the bell tower. Yeah. I'm sitting up there in the bell tower and I'm tink. Tink. Yeah. You know what I mean, Scott? And there's a oh, difference yeah. between that. Love it. 
No, I, I love it, man. Yeah, you're, you're, you've got your scope. It's dialed in and you're being mm. precise on your target and, and you're aiming and you're firing. That's right. I love that. Uh, so that's incredible uh, that you have uh, that number in there right now. And so just to let people know what that looks like too. So there's actually some rules in that club. And what I love about it is like your number 72 in that club, you get number 72 uh, of that signed bobblehead. You have a certain amount of time to buy yours at, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's a, a price that's for the cage side club. And so then if you don't buy it within a certain period of time, boom, you get the boot. Now, do you give them a warning before you give them the boot? I give them about five warnings, Scott, five emails during the coronavirus. I, you know, I let everyone know. I know that bobblehead purchasing is not at the top of your list. So, you know, where everyone's going to get a pass. If you can pay, you can pay. Um, but generally speaking, yes, you have a five-day uh, window to uh, purchase the bobblehead. And mm -hmm. every day that you do not purchase it, I'm in Clavio, and I mm -hmm. make a segment. And once they purchase, they leave the segment. The next, the next day that they don't purchase, you're getting a, hey, Scott, quick reminder, you got three days left to buy this Cage Side Club. Uh, I have 12 people in line for your number specifically. For your spot, and, yeah. For your spot. And once you're out, Scott, I hate mm. to say it, but you're out. Mm. Yeah. And you want to make people feel like this is a very special thing. Because, Scott, mm. it's not being manipulative. Because it, no, no. it, no, it is. It is. It is a special thing. Having yeah. number 20 is a special mm. thing and yeah. you well, have it's actually to, more valuable yeah right for sure it's, yes it's, it's even more valuable if you know if you're looking at this as like you know not just merchandise but this is like history for some of these fighters and then you're going to own number 20 of something or number nine right mm -hmm. and have you had anybody do this this is just a random question have you had anybody try to sell their spot Sell their spot? No, no one has ever tried to sell their spot. And you know what's awesome on on post uh, sales, uh, uh, aftermarket sales? You can yeah. go on eBay. You can go wherever you'd like to go. My uh, aftermarket uh, merchandise out there so low, Scott. It's like oh, almost really? non. It's almost non-existent because mm. I think I'm doing it the right way by letting them know that. It's, it's scarcity. It's memorabilia. Mm. It's yeah, limited yeah. or number. Yeah. If you mm. want to go ahead and sell it, that's on you. But mm. don't come crying when it's a, it's a very valuable collectible mm. two, three years from now. So mm. yeah, no, no one just sells their spot. People are on the contrary, Scott. I get almost daily people sending me photos of their bobblehead, where they're placing it, the collection. Nice. It's going under glass cases. And I can't tell you how good that makes me feel, mm. Scott. It's an amazing feeling. But the case so I... The Cage Side Club, I all you know, I, I always slip up because I I, I call it the Cage Side Club just because it rolls off the tongue uh quicker. But yeah. I, I I it the, the formal name is the VIP Cage Side Club, and that gotcha. VIP is very important, Scott, and mm. it's very important for all kinds of other marketing, you know, taglines or phrases or subjects mm. lines, just like you how you said sexy business or whatever. Mm. Though just the three letters VIP Cage Side Club, it connotates something mm. and you and everyone's got to be cognizant of how they're using their copyright i could call it the cage side club i was calling it csc at one point for sure nice. but no you know what i have to call it vip cage side club very important mm. yeah no I, I i love it um okay so now let's talk a little bit about what happened after we talked and then you applied 
building the email list like you were, building the cage side club, and then a, a fighter you've signed, you're building the, you know, the art, you're building the box, you're doing all this stuff. How did that work on your next launch? And maybe walk us through what that launch looks like of a typical bobblehead. Scott, for those of you who can't see me, I have a massive smile on my face because <laughs> I, I look back at that time, Scott, immediately yeah. after our, our last podcast, and I can't stress enough how much that just changed my life. Just these mm. little tweaks that, that, that I'll answer uh, right now about the launch and the creation of anticipation and excitement over the next mm. fighter. It changed everything. So my next – okay, so just to rewind just a little bit, how I would typically launch a fighter. Mm -hmm. And it could be a super popular fighter. Uh, for those of you who are, are no fighters, like I have a fighter named Chuck Liddell, super popular. But what I did with Chuck Liddell is I just came on and I just kind of ripped off the, the curtain and I said, here's Chuck Liddell, everyone. I'm ready to start selling Chuck Liddell and check yeah. it out. Look how nice it is and look how beautiful and blah, blah, blah. And here's his box and I'm ready to take in sales on Chuck Liddell. You know what, Scott? That didn't, that wasn't sexy. That didn't yeah. build anticipation. There wasn't good foreplay. You know yeah. what I mean? We, we, yeah. we, needed, we needed to build yeah. and, and I didn't understand that. So now fast forward, I'm, I'm on the show with Amazing Seller and um, I have my next fighter, Jorge Masvidal is his name and he's mm. a skyrocketing career. Um, uh, he signed the contract and I thought, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go on Instagram every, first of all, I'm going to let everyone know, Hey guys, I'm going to tell you guys that I, uh, who my next fighter is. It's Jorge Masvidal. And, um, uh, I'm going to let you in behind the scenes on me making the Jorge Masvidal flying knee bobblehead every single week until we're ready to go. And mm. uh, what that meant was, Scott, is I got on Instagram every Friday at 5 p.m. like clockwork. I let people know that I'd be doing like a little giveaway or whatever, but people weren't interested so much in the giveaways when they came out, Scott, because sometimes I'd forget to even give something away and I wouldn't right. get yelled at or reminded, hey, you didn't give away that thing. You know what? <laughs> People wanted to know, Scott, people wanted to, to, to see how it was made. People wanted to hear stories on me hanging out with Jorge. People mm -hmm. wanted to interject and give me their opinion on something I may be doing right and something that I may be doing wrong. And you know what, Scott? I appreciated that every step of the way, not only for uh, as uh, the design and artistic uh, side of it, but I appreciated that we were kind of forming a little something, me and my fans. Sure, we're forming sure. a little bit of a bond here. And yeah, yeah. we're forming a little bit of a tribe. And now I'm getting to know Karen and Jimmy and Johnny mm. and Stu. And, mm -hmm. hey, you're showing up here every week. Uh, mm. And there's something really special about that. You start recognizing who your fans are. Mm. And uh, so, anyway, getting back to the anticipation and the building of the excitement. So, week number one, I'd come out, hey, this is the sketch. This is a rudimentary sketch, not the best sketch in the world, guys, sure. but I'd, I'd hold it up. Hey, check out the sketch. What do you guys think? Oh, it's cool, but I don't like this. Oh, this is great. I like okay, great, cool. The next bit, this is the this is the digital art. This is just his anatomy. What do you guys think about the body? Is it too buff? Is he too stocky? Oh, how's mm. his hair? You know, yeah, this is great. Okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna move on. Okay, this is the so onward and onward and onward. Mm. I would get closer and closer and closer to this is okay. Now we're at the this is the prototype, guys. Check the prototype out. 
you know, mm. the head doesn't bobble because that's the last thing we do. But, you know, this is it. We painted it. What do you guys think? I hold it up. Everyone's like, oh, fire emoji. Hell, you know, happy face. Oh, my yeah. God, I can't wait. And you know what I'm doing the, every single week is building this anticipation. So now I, I set a launch date. I set a time. I set a certain amount that I'm selling. And I, then from there, I pivot into letting people know that the, uh, I'm opening up the doors for the sales for this particular bobblehead that you've been following me for the last two months. And if you don't get in, you don't get in. But, mm. but at Tuesday at 12 p.m., I'm turning the open sign on. Love it. I'm unlocking the door, and let's mm. see what happens. And what mm. happened, Scott, was nothing short of a miracle in my business. Mm. It, it came when I absolutely needed it to come. It paid off, Scott, is what happened. It paid off. People came. Yeah, no, I mean, there's a lot to bite in there uh, to really sink our teeth into because you really, you covered a lot. And, you know, I've been doing this a long time. And I remember back in the day when I was launching my first digital product back in the photography space and we had built up the anticipation by me giving value. So mine was different than sharing behind the scenes. Again, every business is a little bit different. Sure. So I was helping people with like Photoshop and their photography, showing them how to make it easier that they could apply to their business and building up just by giving away and giving away and then started asking them questions like you were doing. It's kind of like you're help, they're helping you build the product in a sense. And then as, they, as you build the product, you're sharing parts of it. And then once it's ready, they feel like they built it with you. So why wouldn't they want to have it, right? And you'll probably give them either a, a special offer or maybe a bonus if they buy it within a certain amount of time. Like there's all things you can do. But I'll never forget that because it totally, it, it changed my world and it taught me marketing. It taught me that Apple iPhones and iPods, when they were first coming out, there was a reason why they were standing in line in a mall miles long to get their hands on an iPod that they can just wait and get it three weeks from now. But they wanted to. I actually got a poster. It's actually, it's framed. It was in 2003. I was at the Apple store and they literally gave out like you were going to a rock concert and they literally had the iPod. The iPod uh, I actually have it actually. There it is. Check it out. That wow. was the one I waited. That was the one I waited in line for. Okay. And, and basically look at it. That's and it's crazy. not even, it's not even a colored screen. And I have a poster where it says 2003 live. It was like this big thing. And they, I mean, they sold a, a crap ton, but that to me that it just always, you want to build up for that. And I think that your business is set up so perfectly for that, but also you've built the skill now, right? You've built this skill set that you understand it. So no matter if you did it in this, in this market or another market, doesn't matter. You've got that skill set forever. Right? Yeah. And, and Scott, you know what, how this can translate to the guy that's selling bass fishing stuff or the garlic press or whatever. It, it, it's a testament to building an external audience. Mm. If you go out there and you show yourself and you're an unashamed fan and you're proud of it and you get with other people who love bass fishing or garlic presses or whatever, you don't have to rely on Amazon when there's a global pandemic. Mm. You turn to your tribe. You gather up. Mm. And it's so obvious to me now. But when you're in the washing machine of e-commerce and you're, right. you don't know which way is up and which way is down and you have no control of which, where your body is going, you, you're completely confused, mm. man, you just don't know what to do. And that's mm. why you have to pay attention to things like 
coffee time with Scott every single morning, <laughs> or you have to, you have to go out there and feed your brain and mm. listen to and watch uh, YouTube courses or whatever, you know, mm. Scott, you know, I, I, I have other business friends and they, 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 they call me or I talk to them, whatever. Hey Dave, um, you know, what are you doing in quarantine? Have you seen, uh, you seen that tiger King yet? Mm. And I say, I say tiger King. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> tiger King. Oh yeah, this is Tiger King. It's a six-part series, and this guy yeah. is crazy, and he wrangles tigers. I go, dude, no, I don't mm. have time for Tiger King. If I yeah. have time for Tiger King, then I have time for a, a YouTube channel learning. I have time for right. masterclass. I have time for backlog, amazing sellers. My yeah. wife quit her podcast. How I built this. Yeah. I have time to learn. I don't have time for Tiger King, man. I got one life. You guys mm. have one life. You have mm. one shot. It, it, Tiger King is not on the agenda. If you're watching Tiger King, you're making bad decisions. <laughs> period. Period. I don't. There's no argument there. Well, mm. Dave, uh, time to kill. Time to you know. No, you got to feed your brain. So anyway, yes, that correlates. When when you mm. go on and you're you're uh, letting people behind the curtain, you're also building a tribe. And building a tribe means you're building an external audience mm. away from. Uh, you know, Amazon or other entities that could yeah. just take their ball and, and, and play somewhere else. Yeah, no, yeah, 100%. And, and your market is so designed for that, I feel. Um, so, okay, let's, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about, so while you're going through this build, okay, and, and just to let people know too, the other thing I want to dig into here is what you did, which I think is brilliant um, during the quarantine and how you're able to sell without really selling and also giving an immense amount of value to your audience. I want to talk about that, but you got to stick around to the end to hear that story, um, which I think is amazing. Um, but what were you doing? And if you weren't doing this, I'm going to tell you, you should do it. But I think you were is while you're going through that lead up, that build, are you also building that wait list? Are you building the cage side club wait list? Are you doing anything to basically take advantage of even the people that aren't buying to continually build that audience. Scott, like any, like any seasoned marketer, you know, any marketer with experience, you know, you don't bust through the front door and sell, sell, sell. And by the way, here's behind the scenes. And by the way, here's mm. how I'm doing it. And then sell and Hey, I'm having a sale and this, Oh yeah. And here's a little bit more of a story and Hey, 50% off. No, Scott, you, you give, you give, mm. give, give, and you sprinkle in very subtly or you sprinkle mm -hmm. in very lightly what you're up to, what you want to, what the message is that you want to convey. For me, mm. during that time, I wanted to fill the cage side club up. I was laser focused on filling the cage side club up and I was laser focused on sharing how I made these bobbleheads. So I, I just married the two. So I talked mm. about, I talked about building the bobblehead and Hey, by the way, guys, I have this cage side club. I have open spots in this cage side club and if you want to guarantee yourself one of these bobbleheads that I'm showing you, the Jorge Masvidal flying knee bobblehead, make sure you get with me to reserve your number. It's free, guys. It's free. Mm. You reserve your number. And the only thing I ask from you is that you buy every single autograph bobblehead from me. And if you if you don't want to, that's cool. But I can't I can't have you in the cage side club. Anyway, mm. getting back to this, getting back to what I'm doing, and mm. then that's it. People, yeah, you yeah. know, it's, you're giving the information. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're not saying, Hey, I want your $140. I right. want, you know, I need to fill in eight spots today. Cause that's my goal. Mm -hmm. You know, okay. Four spots left. All right. Who's now a Susie. You interested in a spot? No, yeah. you give, you give, yeah, yeah. and then you just, 
let them know what's going on. That's mm. it. Yeah. I think the, one of the things that you uh, were having a little bit of a difficult time on, and correct me if I'm wrong, was emailing your list when you were selling. And you were, again, not, I mean, I was in that boat. There's other people that are in that boat or were in that boat. I don't want to bother them. I don't want to email them too much. I'm going to feel like that I'm annoying them. Remember this? And I was always saying to you, listen, there's a time to sell and there's a time to not sell. But when you're selling and you have a card open for a certain period of time, it's your job and obligation to make sure that everyone gets to see it because not everyone sees your email, right? And uh, we've been seeing that like through any brand that I work with, if you send to the unopens of those emails, even 24 hours later, you're going to see an increase in those opens and clicks, but also more when you're during that time, because some people just aren't going to see the email. Some people are. So let me hear your thoughts on that real quick. Yeah. So my thoughts on that are really simple, Scott. Sometimes we get so self-involved with what they're doing. Like me for Dave Manley, for example, I'm going on Instagram, I'm going on Facebook, I'm making my posts, I'm trying to, you know, engage. And I'm thinking, oh my God, uh, you know, these people are probably getting sick of me. But you know what, Scott, not everyone's on Instagram. That's Not true. everyone's on Facebook those days that you're posting. Not mm -hmm. everyone opens their emails all the time or whatever. So you, you got to pepper all the avenues in which you have the communication with your customer. So mm -hmm. when I, I, I think we were speaking personally one time, Scott, I'm like, uh, and I'm like, you know what, man, I don't want to bug these people. Cause you, yeah. I, you're telling me, dude, you got to do like a, you know, three, four emails the week of the launch to remind, mm -hmm. oh man, Scott, that sounds like a lot. I don't want people to <laughs> unsubscribe. Unsubscribe, right. Oh my God, Scott, what if I bug <laughs> these people? And yeah. uh, no, no, yeah. Dave, no yeah. people want to hear from you. And if yeah. they don't, then too bad. You know yeah. what? Then they not, they're not your customer anyway. Mm. And true. it's so, so true, Scott. So, mm. um, although, you know, I may be thinking I'm giving out too much information or whatever. It's never too much. As long as, you know, uh, within reason, you know, you're not right. sending out four emails a day or whatever, but if you're sending out some informational emails, uh, you know, a couple times, three times a week or whatever, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. And, and it's especially fine, Scott, when you're adding value to your email. That's the key though. You know, yeah. that's the key. You know, it's funny. We, we just got done wrapping up our promotion and we only do like, uh, what, for a year now. Um, and that's for our Brand Creators Academy. It's our, it's our uh, you know, it's our exclusive and kind of like tribe of brand creators, right? It's right. Brand Creators Academy. And right now you can't join. So we close it you know, four, you know, we don't open it four times a year. So we were just open about a week ago and we emailed more than usual in that time. But then immediately after that, I followed up with an email that Monday and my, my subject line was, are you okay? And that was it. And, and my, my whole purpose in emailing was like, I want to just hear if you're okay. Reply to this email. Let me know. Is there something I can help you with? And I got a whole bunch of emails. Thanks for checking in. Really glad to see you doing that. Scott, you're the real deal. Thank you so much. Right. All I wanted to do there was let them know I'm here even if you don't buy from me. And that Absolutely, goes Scott. that goes so far. And my coffee talks, like you just mentioned, which guys, if you're not showing up on the coffee talks, head on over to Facebook and make sure that you join them. Uh, they're at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And uh, I'm just there jamming with some of my people, right? Like yes. if, if you're those types of people, then you, then you hang out with us. What, what's up, Dave? Scott, let's talk about Coffee Talks. Uh, let's give Coffee Talk its, its proper due in, in a few minutes because I want to talk about that in a second. But I also yeah. want to talk about what you just said right now with the Are You Okay? You know, people, 
people appreciate when you reach out and you're genuine. I did a one similar, Scott, and I, I, I think uh, I, my, my subject line was thinking about you, dot, Perfect. dot, dot. Mm-hmm. And you know what wasn't in the email? A coupon code. Mm-hmm. What wasn't mm-hmm. in the email was a special sale. Yeah. You know what was in the email? A personal note from Dave Manley saying, hey, I'm thinking about you during this time. How yep. are you doing? I hope you're okay. Right. Have a great day. That's it. That's it. And then they're like, wait a minute. That person didn't try to sell me. Wow. Right. Right. So that's, you know, that's, yeah. I I, I I mean, people, people are, are, people are, they need to get out of their own way out there, Scott. Mm -hmm. When I say people, I have a lot of friends now that are entrepreneurs or thinking about being an entrepreneur or, you know, uh, 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 kind of struggling with entrepreneurship and I'll Mm -hmm. talk to them and I'm so surprised on these controllable things that people are not doing Mm. and it's killing themselves. Mm. And although thinking about you, are you okay getting on it's although those may seem so easy to do or whatever, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. You got to do it because I agree. But I, uh, one of the judges when I was on the, I think it was you actually, Scott, when I was on the five minute pitch told me, well, Dave, you know, you got a wonderful product, but no mm-hmm. one knows about it. Mm-hmm. So what good is that? What good yeah. is that if you have the best fill in the blank, <laughs> right. Right. but no one knows about it, right? You yeah, got to no, let people know, man. You got to let people know. And there's, there's a right way of doing it, the wrong way of doing it. And there are, you know, sleazy, uh, you know, salespeople or marketers or, and they kind of give you the, you know, give us the bad name. Um, and that's why I want to be different in that. And again, the coffee talk is my way. Like it's today, the time that we're recording this, which this won't air for a couple of weeks. Uh, but I'm at like session 23. So I've done every single day except for um, Easter Sunday. We didn't do. And so 23 sessions of coffee talk tomorrow would be 24. And I've been showing up for 30 minutes, sometimes an hour, but I want to try to keep it to like 20, 30 minutes. But it's just basically a topic that I think will benefit. And then also it's a lot of times coming from the people that are on the call. So there might only be 40, 50 people on with live. I'm okay with that. People like you that couldn't watch the live, you come later and you listen to it. And you just told me before we got on, you're like, dude, man, I listen to them all the time. It's awesome. I I need that. I can't be there at 10, but I want to listen to those things. So Scott, okay, just so I can just dive into coffee talk a little bit because I wanted to because I appreciate you so much yeah. and I and, and I, I you know to the amazing seller audience I know I, I you know I'm talking about you know Scott's been an influence in my life and all this I don't want to sound like I'm shooting sunshine up Scott's butt okay I, I just want to get that clear and I also want to make it very very clear to everyone that's listening that if you're not on these coffee talks if you're not watching the backlog of these coffee talks on Facebook YouTube wherever you you watch you are missing out because it is the polar opposite of these guys, these shysters, these e-commerce quote unquote gurus coming on and blasting you with high energy. They're Ferraris living on the big house on the hill and trying to get you to buy their program. It's the complete opposite of that. Scott has like a systematic day by day tutorial on on what to do, what not to do, what to improve on, what to stay away from. And it's genius. I mean, some of the things don't even pertain to me in my business anymore, but Mm. I still listen to it because I love hearing the people that are on live with you, Scott. And and Mm. I love hearing about their their problems. But, you know, you're not only talking about practical, actionable uh, um, things that they can actually physically do, but you're talking about the proper mindset. What should Mm. you be doing more of? 
what shouldn't you be be doing more of? Are you watching Tiger King? Are you, are, you know, what are you doing? And uh, right. Scott, you know, I, you know, one problem I have with uh, with coffee talk uh, almost every single day What's is that? that I feel like you're not uh, selling yourself more. Yeah. And that is, that's wild for me to say, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because at the end, it's like, if I'm stumbling on coffee talk, if I'm an amazing seller listener, uh, hopping on coffee talk more, I want to know more about brand creators live. And I want to yeah. be part of what this dude is teaching big time because Scott talks about, you know, you gotta, um, you gotta, uh, you know, pick up the flashlight and navigate around and you gotta, you know, um, you got to be the flashlight with your audience. Pretend like you're the flashlight. Well, guys, Scott is our flashlight. <laughs> We're, in, you know, if you're starting out, you're in complete darkness. And mm. here comes a guy like Scott Volker uh, offering coffee talks for free on the daily, a la giving you a flashlight and people aren't tuning in or people yeah. aren't paying attention. And that's one thing that you have to do immediately. If you're listening to this amazing seller podcast, thinking what the hell is coffee talk, go back mm. and watch them. Yeah, right no, now. thanks, thanks, thanks for that. And I didn't pay Dave for that endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I appreciate you with all of that, um, with all of that uh, insight, even and the feedback. And the feedback has been really good. Um, but again, uh, you know, and again, part, you know, kind of to answer that, you know, Scott isn't selling. Part of that is I don't want to be selling. Although you are right, there could be more mentions of my playbook, which the only thing that you can buy from me right now is my playbook, which is $4.99. Or, or how really, about your take action book, Scott? Or the take action effect book. That's right. Sorry action, about that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry right. about that. Right. You know, or, so, or build up for the next brand creators uh, well, opening, things like well, that. Okay. So again, let's let's talk about that real quick and, I, and I'll let you in on, on a little bit of a, of a behind the scenes. So the playbook is my way. It's my gateway to get qualified people that would be a good fit for the academy, right? So, so people that buy that, they're, they're actually more invested than someone that just got something from free. So we've actually now segmented those people, right? And they're more in tune to, to, with that. The other way is I do have a free offer that is our, uh, our cheat sheet or our little checklist, which is the brand growth validation checklist, which is at brandcreators.com. And you can go there and that's free. So we're, we are building that up. But for me right now, these people that are tuning in and that might share or bring people, they're paying me. You know what I mean? They're paying me by exposing me to more people. And that's really what I'm after. And you're right, Dave. I could sell more. I mean, we all can. But to me, when I do sell, I'm going to sell. And, uh, and during my, my, my open on Brand Creators Academy, I'm going to sell you. you know? But I'm selling you because I believe it's the best fit for you if you're right for it. So, But yeah, I agree with you, man. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. All Great right, job, cool. though, Scott. Great job. Yeah. So, so you know, let's from, from everyone. Great job. Yeah. Let's let's do this now. Let's let's wrap this up in a nice bow, and let's talk about how you were able to to sell during this COVID nineteen, and when people say you can't. And by the way, I opened Brand Creators Academy in one of the peak weeks of like this whole outbreak, and I was wondering if I should, shouldn't I? I don't know, and kind of going through those same things that other people are thinking. But I said, you know what? Right now, people need this because a lot of people are going to be making shifts in their business and, and in their life. Um, so what was the, let's call it a strategy because it was in a sense, you're like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and do a giveaway of some kind. I'm going to try right. to give to the audience, but also bring attention that I have some stuff for sale. So why don't you walk us through that? 
Okay, so Scott, uh, you know, I'm a part of a big sport, mixed martial arts, and right now, like all other sports, we're under quarantine. The sport's on hiatus, and there are no sports, uh, I mean, some, no mixed martial arts events for passionate fans like me. So I saw that the UFC was putting on an event on Saturday of reruns of all the best fights in the last 10 years, whatever, and I thought, you know what? What a great gesture that is that the UFC uh, is doing. You know, all these fights were all like main card pay-per-view fights, and they're all going to be on uh, free on Saturday all day long. Yeah. So I just simply thought, Scott, what can I do to bring a smile on my customers' faces? Mm. What is it that I can do? That you know, it's not a hard question. And I thought, well, yeah. why don't I give away a bobblehead a day for the a duration of the amount of bobblehead athletes that I have, which is nine. And then on day 10, I'll announce my latest bobblehead. Mm. And I thought, well, you know, nice. that'll, be good. that'll put a good smile on people's faces. And my intention, Scott, swear to God, was to hop on Instagram live because the world was going to shit and no mm -hmm. one was in the mood to like, uh, you know, yuck it up and, and have, uh, you know, fun talks or whatever. Um, yeah. At the time, I thought I'm just going to hop on and say, hey, guys, hope you're all, you know, surviving out there. Um, let's see who's here. All right. Uh, oh, I see uh, Johnny. Uh, Martinez from Tulsa, Oklahoma is here. Hey, you win. That was my intention, right? Mm -hmm. But I got on and I ended up just started talking to everyone. How are you? How's it going? What's going on? And then I started to release, I started to give away my first bobblehead and I wanted to tell a story about the first bobblehead. What it ended up turning into, Scott, was a story about Dave Manley having an idea about making the best bobbleheads ever and making them nice. the MMA athletes. That's mm -hmm. what it turned into. So it kind of turned into a little bit of a biography. And I told some behind-the-scenes stories that I had never told before. How Love Dan that. Henderson was in my car and he was turning up the radio because he mm -hmm. loved that U2 song. And I was giving him a ride, mm -hmm. you know, a couple miles away to his, to his, his car. And I can't believe it because Dan Henderson's like my sports idol and he's rocking out, turning up my own radio sitting in my pastor people want to hear that oh you know yeah. going out to going out to dinner with uh, uh chuck liddell or, or uh, the first time chuck liddell ever invited me to his house he answered the door with the big laundry basket and he was in his shorts and this is like one of the baddest men that's ever walked the planet <laughs> holding a laundry basket you know and i've never told those stories before right. and people loved them so i got on every single day and i told a story about that particular fighter and I let people know, hey, I'm going to also have a little bit of a sale just in case you're interested. I'm not going to talk about it much. I bookended it, having a 20% mm -hmm. off uh, in the beginning, 20% off at the end. Get on my email list. Um, so let's stay in touch. And I just made it real casual. It ended up mm -hmm. being Dave Manley's coffee talk, but get, doing a giveaway. Nice. Scott, I have never in the history of this business have received more positive feedback from doing that. And you know what, Scott? I felt great about giving them away awesome. too. Awesome. Yeah. On top of that, Scott, just to kind of wrap that up in a bow, business for those 10 days were mm. phenomenal. Mm. People appreciated it, Scott, and people went out and they supported the small business, a la Dave mm. Manley MMA bobblehead. They yeah. said, okay, you know what? That's cool, Dave, that you're giving away. I'm going to start my collection now because mm. I see that you care about us. Mm. And they went and bought one, two, four. Scott, I was having people buy seven bobbleheads at a time. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, yes, I great. yes, I had a strategy like you called it. Yes, it's mm -hmm. a strategy. But more importantly, I'm connecting with my audience mm. and I'm sharing and I'm giving. 
and mm. and it will all come back to you. And it's not just bobbleheads, guys. It's the garlic press. It's the lure. It's whatever mm. it is. You gotta build your tribe. You gotta connect, and you gotta build an external audience. And that this mm. is the way you do it. Period. You just gotta jump, man. If you have an Instagram audience, you gotta start going live. You gotta start showing people what you're doing. You gotta communicate. Period. Because mm. people are like-minded, just like you. If you mm. uh, if you uh, die hard for garlic, you're die hard for whatever mm. it is. There are other people like you, and you got to get in touch with them. Yeah, and a lot of people struggle with just like, okay, what do I say or whatever. You just basically just ask a question, like ask one simple question. And and, and if you're nervous at first to go live or whatever, well, just go on your Facebook page and just ask a question, just an open-ended question. That's it. And just start getting some of that feedback and start responding and start building that dialogue and then have other people, they're going to come in and tell their little bit of a story. So there's a whole, there was actually, it was funny, inside of Brand Creators Academy, someone had shared a group that a woman started about clinging, like, like uh, finding like a dryer sheet clung to a weird place. So her husband left the house and had, you know, uh, a, a pair of her underwear on the back of his pants, but stung, but, or, but, but clung with, uh, you know, a dryer sheet. And so this group just, it just, it, it, it was like massive. It, it grew like overnight. It was like 40,000 people in this group. It's weird. It's funny, but it's entertainment. Now, I don't know what you would sell on the back end of that, something with dryer sheets, whatever. But the point is, is people want to have conversations with each other. They want to share their funny story. They want to share their passion about whatever it is and kind of like what you said there. So anytime you can build that into your business, to me, it's, it's, that's how you separate from the competition because no one else is going to be another Dave Manley ever. Right. 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 Exactly. So, you know, so, okay, let's, let's wrap this up. I know we can go another hour. We can't do that, but we, what we want to do here is we're going to do another catch up another time. But, uh, so moving forward, what are you most excited about right now? And maybe just give us a little bit of like, what's, what's going on in, in your world right now in MMA bobblehead? Okay, so I'm gonna. T I just want to give a tip before I, I bounce out of here because God, I want to help all the entrepreneurs that are just starting out that need Go like one it. solid golden like little nugget that they can do uh, uh, take some actionable advice. And one app that I ran into uh, a few months ago, Scott, that uh, I'm not an affiliate with. I have no mm -hmm. idea who these people are. I purchased it, and it's turning my business world around as I speak. It's called Bonjoro. B-O-N-J-O-R-O, -O, okay? And what this app does, Scott, is that you link it with your Shopify account or however you're selling, and once an order comes in, the app notifies you what who this person is, mm -hmm. it collects their email address, and it lets you know what they purchased. So if someone purchased a Jorge Masvidal Fly Knee bobblehead from me, um, I'll get a notification and I'll see, wow, it's Scott Volker. Okay, great. So you click on this app and a video screen comes up and it's a like selfie. So you see yourself, <clears throat> you, you get a little countdown, three, two, one, you click it, you click record and you say, Hey Scott, it's Dave Manley. I just saw that you purchased the Jorge Masvidal Fly Knee bobblehead. Just wanted to come on and say thank you, man. I appreciate you, and I, I couldn't do this business without you. Uh, here's a little quick little thing about this uh, bobblehead. It's the first one I ever made in two pieces. Anyway, Scott, hey, stay safe during this time, man, and thank you very much. Boom, mm -hmm. that's it. You keep it under 30 seconds. You send it off, and it hits their email, and they see that they got a video message. Guys, 
the open rate for this is off the charts. The uh, relationship building that you're getting from this is off the charts. The appreciation is off the charts, guys. Bonjoro app. Go get it and try it out. I think there's a you know free uh, a free um, you know trial offer or whatever. But like I said, I'm not an affiliate. Bonjoro. So let me let me throw my little two cents in there. Um, I I've used Bonjoro. Uh, I've I've actually switched to where I'm using. It's called BombBomb. And BombBomb, it's the same exact thing. So basically, it'll do that where I can be in my inbox. I can be on my computer on my inbox, and then there's a little a little record button, and I can immediately do that. So it can be if I want to just randomly pick someone and send it, or I can send it if someone has a question, or I can send it if someone purchased something. <clears throat> so what we started doing is when people were joining Brand Creators Academy, they would come in. I would sit here for hours, by the way, and I would hit every person that came in and I'd be like, hey, Dave, Scott here. So glad you decided to join us in Brand Creators Academy. Here's what I want you to do. I got one action step for you to do right now because you know I'm all about taking action. I want you to head on over to the Facebook group, the private group. Make sure that you're in there and give yourself a little intro. Let people know who you are, where you're going, and where you want to go. And then from there, we can help you even better. All right, so I'll see you in there, Dave. Take care, and thanks again, man. And that's it. That's mm -hmm. the video. I did that with every single member coming in, and the response I got was, oh my gosh, Scott, I can't believe you did that. Wow, whatever, right? And it took me probably 30, 40 seconds, maybe even a minute per video, and then it takes a minute to get the video off and whatever. So say it took two minutes. Right. Two minutes is so worth the time for someone coming in. The other thing I've done, Dave, is I've actually done that with people that ask a question and I'll just shock them. I'll just be like, Hey Dave, I, you know, you answer your, you asked this question. I wanted to answer it. I was going to type it out, but you know, I don't like typing. Let me just kind of answer it right here. And I would do that. And they're like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that you actually did. And it's boom. Right? So really, really powerful. I'm glad you brought that up. So Bonjoro, bomb, bomb, whichever yeah. one, use whatever one you want, but basically, and I'm not an affiliate either. I probably should be, but I'm not. Um, but yeah, it's huge. Right, right. And then Scott, just to wrap this up all together is writing a thank you note is not mm. enough in 2020. Okay, mm. period. Guys, listen, writing a thank you note is not enough in the year 2020 with all of this mm. technology. If you don't want to show your face on Barn Journal or Bomb Bomb, press the record button on IG or, or whatever. Send them a voice mm. me memo yeah, because yeah. people appreciate that. And I think psychologically, you're going to get closer with your customer. Mm -hmm. And that's going to build deeper roots for the next product that you sell. So mm -hmm. again, guys, thank you. No handwritten thank you notes. Yeah, that's all fine and dandy. It's mm -hmm. not enough in the year 2020. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. It's absolutely awesome. I'm glad you shared that too, by the way, because I was actually going to share that, I don't know, on an, on an upcoming episode at some point. I may even uh, do that in the future, but it's been really effective for me. And not as effective as like I'm closing a deal. Um, it's more of me really making that connection. So that way there, and just like you, it's someone like, wow, this is actually the owner of the company. This is the owner. This is the teacher. This is the trainer, whatever. Like it's powerful. Um, so it's worth the time. And if it's even not you, whoever's on your team that takes care of that stuff, have someone on your team do it. Have them be that personal person that reaches out and touches your customer. So, um, all right, Dave, any last little bits of uh, tips, advice, anything real quick that we can do here before we wrap this baby up? First of all, Scott, thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate yeah. you. And um, guys, if you're just starting out, wherever you are in the process, work as hard as you can. Don't give up. 
when you get knocked down, it's so cliche, Scott, but mm. you got to fail forward. You got to get back up. If you, Everyone's going to fail, but you got to move forward when you fail. We got one life to live, Scott. Mm. And every, you know, I always think about my dad or my teachers or whatever. Oh, you have so much potential, Dave. And you know what? <laughs> I always think, am I living up to this potential, Dave? Right. In my own head. Am I, am I, am I maximizing this one life that I have? Mm. I want to be desperate to succeed, Scott, and I want mm. people to have that mindset. Are you willing to do what it takes to be successful? Mm. So, Scott, you know, uh, this, is a, uh, this has been a crazy journey. I'm a guy mm. who just had an idea, who has a full-time career doing something else. I took a chance, but most importantly, Scott, I took action. And mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the last thing I, I want to leave people with. Take action. Live your life to the fullest. Don't give up. Keep going mm. and be desperate. Scott, thank you very much for having me on the show. MMA Bobblehead on all social media. I would love to, uh, you know, have you hop in and say hello and you heard the show and, you know, I'd love to communicate with you if you have any questions. Yeah, that's awesome. And the other thing I like about having you on, Dave, is that when people want to 2X this podcast, they can't with you and me. Just can't. It's impossible. <laughs> It'll sound like squirrels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Dave, thank you so much, man. I truly appreciate you and I look forward to hearing more and connecting with you. And I, I know that uh, we're in touch, you know, a little bit privately. So uh, I always uh, look forward to hearing your updates and definitely want to have you get back on when we have another update and we'll share it. So again, appreciate you, man. And uh, we'll be seeing you soon. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. All right. Well, I wasn't kidding there, right? Dave is full of fire. He's full of energy, and it just happens that he's in the MMA world. If you are at all interested in MMA, you definitely want to follow him. If you're not, you still want to follow him because the guy's doing a really good job in his business. And the other thing I really want to highlight here is Dave is a student. I'm a student. You should be a student. You always want to learn. You always want to grow. And again, as I said in the beginning here, if you listened to the beginning or you skipped ahead, you missed it, I have a big announcement that I'm going to be sharing here on the podcast, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to iTunes, I'm going to be announcing it here on the podcast. And it's been, well, it's been a long time coming, about a year and a half, almost two years now, and I'm finally doing it. It feels right, and I can't wait to share it with all of you, and I think you guys are going to really, really love it, and I think you're going to be surprised a little bit. But anyway, I'm not going to give it away. Stay tuned. Episode 827, I'll be breaking that down, why I decided to do this, and also what I've learned up to this point. All right, guys. So this is episode 825. The show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 825. And until next time, as always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go get them.